Good morning, everyone. So this is my last weekend here at St. Pat's. Wow, no cheers. That's very polite. <laughs> very polite. I'll be around until Thursday uh, helping out with the masses, but this is my last weekend. I'll leave after the masses on Thursday. And I just want to share that this has been such a special and great summer for me to be with all of you uh, here. In fact, I was reflecting this past week on what the Lord has shown me here, uh, how he's come to me, the, the proposal that he's made to me uh, this summer during this brief assignment. And what captured my heart, what sort of struck me about this assignment was he's reminded me of communion. Communion. It is the communion of the church, the community of disciples that generates the memory of Christ who approaches us. The communion of the church generates our reminders of Jesus Christ who approaches us now. And so the journey of the Christian, which is a journey following after that life, capital L, it's sterile, I think, and difficult when it's lived alone. Many interactions this summer have reminded me of this. Uh, from celebrating my first wedding as a priest, to the sacristans, to daily mass attendees, shaking hands with everyone on Sundays, even the companionship of the rectory with Father Pacer, <laughs> Monsignor Deutsch, dinners with families, all of this has been uh, reminders. The Lord has used all of this, all these relationships, to remind me of him in some way. All have been used by the mystery to re reawaken in myself my own desire for life, desire that there would be something, my desire for something or someone rather than nothingness. It's reawakened me. And these interactions, your faces, your free generosity, your embrace of me so quickly during this brief time, uh, that has sustained my own following of the master this summer. It sustained my following these last couple months. And it's this following <laughs> that we hear about in the gospel this weekend. Even in the beginning, it reads, Jesus turned and addressed them. They were truly traveling with him, as it says, traveling with as one, but in the form of following him. He turned, he came to them. This is discipleship, friends. This is the Christian life. Making our way through the journey of our daily reality, the things, the concrete things we have to encounter with Jesus, but by seeking his face, by following him. And so that's why we hear these demanding conditions that our Lord gives in the gospel today. Because fo our following declares that the desires of our heart are bigger than anything else this world can offer. We're not made to settle for anything less than what is infinite, what is eternal, an infinite reality of fullness and meaning. That's what our desires are for. Our hearts are bigger than our stuff. Our hearts are bigger than our work or our achievements on the sports field or in school or at home. But we don't renounce these or we don't submit these things to Christ, even our friendships and our loves, because they're bad. <laughs> I always like uh, when we get a gospel like this. It's like, you should hate your spouse, the good news of the Lord. <laughs> gospel of the Lord. But we don't, we don't, say the, we don't um, renounce these things because they're bad, exactly wrong. They lead us, they're so good, they conduct us towards him. And so they fulfill their purpose. 
and there's nothing left but to seek his face once all of these relationships have brought us to the one that alone satisfies because he is the infinite made flesh. The infinite has a face and can be encountered. This is the mystery of our Christian life. Our stuff, even our relationships, our loves, can't bring the fullness that we're made for. And so our hearts are bigger. You're bigger than that. You're bigger than all of it. Having been conducted through the encounter with Jesus, there's nothing else left. There's nothing else left. And so we say that this has fulfilled its purpose. Obviously, it's very hard to be constantly vigilant and attentive to the needs of our heart, the, what our hearts are moved by, what strikes us, how it leads us to Jesus, seeking his face at all times. That's all like really tough to do. But that gets back to my first point at the beginning of the homily. Only the living community of the church can generate the memory of Christ for me. Not myself. I can't do this myself. And that generation, that reminder, that memory of Christ among us was made so concrete for me this summer here in this parish, this living community, in your faces, in your generosity. So I'll just close with, Christ comes to us, friends. He absolutely comes to us. The event of his presence doesn't just pass through our prayer time or our mass obligations or our confessions. All of that is essential. Uh, and reconfirms our, our, our belovedness. But the event of his presence also passes through our daily circumstances, the things that we have to encounter, the faces we see and are placed in the midst of. It is truly his mystery approaching us all through the day. So I just wanna encourage you, stay in front of the reality of your belovedness. This is our reality. We are beloved by the Father and he comes to us. <clears throat> Stay in front of the reality of your own following, your own hearts. Stay in front of the reality of your seeking, your following, seeking his face, desiring life. The reality of our hearts, which are desire. Adhere to your following and then you will be sure to be traveling with Christ. When we follow, we are with him and we are true to ourselves, what our hearts are made for. Seeking his face, we reach the fulfillment of the only thing that can satisfy. So please know of my prayers for you and please pray for me. I need them as I move forward. Uh, and yeah, God bless you.